Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means taking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem mm. with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here and welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. So these are my top five predictions about money for 2018. And hidden within these are two bonus gifts as well that I decided to give away as a thank you to you for following my work. I was going to share them at the end, but someone interrupted me in point two and he was being pretty impatient. So I thought I'd um, answer his questions and offer you some gifts, two points out of five in my money predictions for 2018. So here's to a great year. Uh, I wish you all the success. And I think if you follow these five predictions, you're going to make one heck of a lot more money in less time. You reduce the friction and increase the speed of money. Thank you and enjoy the listen. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. So here they are, as promised, my top five money predictions for 2018, plus a Q&A at the end on you and your money, should you choose to ask me a question. All right, so I'll give you the five topics I'm going to cover. They are, number one, I predict that there'll be continued decentralization of money and actually of business in general it's through 2018. I believe that cryptocurrencies and blockchain will spread wider. There's ICOs happening every day. 2017 was the year where everyone was talking about Bitcoin. I think 2018 is the year where more and more people will get into cryptocurrencies. Number three that I'll cover is how money is continuing to move faster and its speed and leverage increasing and the friction, friction reducing I think I'll have massive implications for you, your business, your enterprise in 2018. Uh, number four, the power of data, big data, who owns all the data, rules the world. And then my fifth prediction will be that um, money will continue to follow its form, function and purpose. And that never changes. And I'll talk about what they are and how you can leverage them. Uh, also, at the end of this video, once I've covered those five uh, predictions for 2018 and the audio if you're listening to the podcast I've got three gifts now Amazon have reduced the price of my audiobook money and my book money on Audible and Amazon and I'm not in control of that they do that and um, you can benefit from that so if you grab a copy of my book money on audio or paperback I've got some great gifts which I think that you'll love and I wanted to give you an opportunity to get them in the sale. Why should anyone else other than you be able to have that opportunity? If you've already got a copy, gift it to someone else. All right, so five predictions for money for 2018 and then those gifts at the end of this video and audio podcast. So number one, the continued decentralization of money. So this is gaining momentum all the time. I don't know if you remember this guy, Dave, who set up the bank of Dave. You know, one guy who's trying to set up a bank. I don't know if you remember over the last few years, there's been more and more crowdfunding platforms and peer-to-peer -peer lending. And of course, now there's actually currencies that have been set up that are decentralized. And by decentralized, we mean, 
you know, away from big organisations, governments, corporations, conglomerates, central banks, etc. You know, which if you think since the, well, 70s, 80s, 90s, from before that even, you know, the, the Walmart, you know, it, there used to be corner shops of, um, you know, groceries and food in every town. And of course, Walmart swallowed them all up, bought them all, put them out of business. And all of a sudden, there's this massive corporate machine called Walmart. Now, I'm not saying that's bad or good. I'm saying that's what was. And now that's being undone. So, you know, you can be a private e-commerce reseller. And of course, OK, Amazon is the platform for that and eBay is the platform for that. But you can do that. You can you can lease your own car and be an Uber driver. You can rent out rooms in your house. I have a seven bed house. I could rent out five of the rooms. The wife would hate me, but I'd be raking in the money and I could just go and post them on Airbnb. You know, so we're having this decentralization of money, of power, of control. So this is going to continue. And we're seeing this more and more with money. You know, every day there's a new crowdfunding platform. Every day there's a new cryptocurrency. There's a new ICO, initial coin offering. And what this means is the startup entrepreneur, the individual, you, you have more power. You have more market advantage. Uh, you know, it's easier for you to get into your market. There's, you know, the free markets and the fair methods of competition uh, are probably being balanced out now because, you know, on the other side of it, if you want to be an insurance company, well, you know, you need to get through reams and reams and reams of regulation, which might take you years and cost you hundreds of thousands of pounds or dollars. And then you're in a market that's mature where people have been, you know, dominating that market for hundreds of years. How can you get into that market? How could you even be a player? You couldn't. Well, now you can be a lender. You can be a currency. You know, you can be, um, you can have a, a blockchain. You can manage data. You can own data. It's a really exciting time because of this continued decentralization. Now, whilst this isn't new, this is new to many. Uh, and so I think this is something that you should embrace and you should leverage. You know, you can run your business from your phone. You know, I have now more subscribers on my podcast than many national radio stations. I've just got this very amateur kit sat here that you can sort of half see and very, very amateur studio at the back for the occasional video. And all of a sudden now, you know, I have, I am maybe a national radio station. And I say that humbly because I'm no celebrity and no big guru or anything like that. I'm just a, a normal guy who's got something to say. And, you know, YouTubers now, they can do the same thing, um, you know, and take the power and the watchers and the viewers away from the BBC or uh, CNBC or, you know, all the massive um, radio stations. There are the American teenagers who have more viewers on their YouTube channel than, you know, big national TV companies and stations. And whilst you might say, oh, well, Rob, what's that to do with money? That's everything to do with money. Because if you have the eyeballs and you have the earlobes, you have the revenue. And that'll be point four, by the way. So we'll come to that. So that's point one of my five money predictions. Let's move on to point two then. So that you know this year, when I say this year, 2017, so last year, um, you know, I sort of, um, I broke my silence on cryptos. I got into cryptos probably four years later than, you know, my mentors and friends encouraged me to do so. But I think that it had proven itself and I was happy because it's risky to get in too early. Uh, and I, even since I've been in, in the last six months, I'm seeing more initial coin offerings every day, more altcoins, more uses for the blockchain, more, you know, um, proposed uses for the blockchain. And, um, you know, like people in the train, people in the taxi and the Uber were talking about Bitcoin in 2017. So my prediction is for 2018 that that will continue. More people will talk about it, but more people will get into it. 
So whilst you thought everyone was in blockchain and cryptos, they actually weren't. Most people weren't. Most people were just talking about it and, you know, um, maybe make, giving free advice about it, which of course is worth every penny. Um, but actually, if you ask nine out of 10 people, you know, who are making comments on social media about Bitcoin and cryptos, they have a very basic understanding and they're not in. And 90% uh, of those that are in are in for 50 quid. So, you know, you know there's a lot of noise about it, but there wasn't a lot of action about it compared to what you thought there was. I predict that this year in 2018, there'll be a lot more action because the, um, the, the platforms and the ways that you get your money into cryptos and blockchain, you know, they will have to get easier because they're really hard and there's a lot of friction. If that friction doesn't reduce, then these platforms will suffer. So then they'll need to invest profits back into their platforms to reduce the friction, to make it easier to put money in, move money, trade money, etc. Because, you know, money loves speed and hates friction. In the Forex and the trading world, if you do something at a, a thousandth of a second quicker, if your platform is a thousandth of a percent quicker than another platform, then you win. So that, that you know, that friction is likely to reduce. Uh, these platforms are likely to reinvest some of their profits into allowing more people into the market because they've been clogged. You know, there's like 100,000 people a day trying to register on, you know, Coinbase and, and all these other platforms, Bitstamp. And, you know, they can't handle it. And there's this big clog and money hates that friction. Um, you know, if, if, you, if, you, if someone had to walk the cash to you 10 miles to pay for your product or service, there's a load of friction. Whereas if they have to just flash their phone like that, there's no friction. So I, I predict that this friction will reduce. It will have to reduce for more money to go into these, um, you know, cryptos and these blockchain, um, you know, technologies. Now, a lot of people are talking about Bitcoin and cryptos, but actually the technology behind it, you know, the blockchains, they have huge advanced, decentralized, reduced friction functions. You know, if you imagine, so for example, the blockchain is simply a, an online ledger and it's transparent. You can see all the data, the transactions within the ledger. And if you imagine you're buying a property, you can't see a lot of the legals and the details in a transaction. It's hidden. It's done through solicitors. And, and it, you know, it can take four, six, eight weeks to go through two sets of solicitors and all the process of putting restrictions and charges on land registry and exchanging and completing and money and paperwork moving around. Solicitors are slow. You know, that's a, that is an area to be disrupted. Solicitors get paid a lot of money, but they're really slow. A solicitor that stands up and, and sets some kind of blockchain behind their transactions and increases the speed of their transactions dramatically, they are going to win so much business in 2018 and 19 and 20. Um, you know, and there's a lot of areas that have been disrupted and are getting increased speed now, like, you know, online e-commerce or search. You know, Yahoo and Ask Jeeves got disrupted by Google. But, you know, the solicitors, accountants, lawyers, brokers, you know, you know, voting, you know, how, how like old and mundane, is it arcane, archaic? You know, how old is the voting system? You know, you, they set up in these village halls and, you know, they've got these little ballot boxes and people have got to go in and fill in forms of paper and put me. I mean, that is slow. That is, you know, that's also rife for people, um, you know, being able to doctor it. Uh, whereas if an online blockchain, you know, ledger is used, then um, it's quicker and it's transparent. So Danton has said, shut up and tell me the price. The price of what? I haven't offered anything, but thanks for your feedback, sir. So uh, my second prediction in money is that this will be the biggest year for cryptos and blockchains to date. I think that friction should, will need to, and may reduce. Therefore, more capital will go in. As more capital goes in, the sort of values of these will increase. And when I say sort of values, because, of course, you know, a lot of people say we're in a bubble. 
I think that blo the blockchain function will become more ubiquitous. It will be get used across many different platforms, not just in the crypto world. You know, this open source technology where anyone can go in and take this piece of code and then put, use it for this function and that function and this function, I think is really exciting for an, an entrepreneur. And hey, that's what you are. And I don't think there's ever been a more exciting time to be an entrepreneur. But as a lot of you are asking me, well, actually, a lot of you are just replying to Danton's um, question, which is shut up and tell me the price. All right. So I will answer your prayers, Danton. So I would like to give you the offer of buying my book money for nine pounds and nine pence on Amazon or on Audible, whichever platform you prefer. Or if you've got it on Amazon, get it on Audible or vice versa. And if you do, the first 50 people, I will give you two tickets to my um, last money event coming up in January. I will also, for the first 50 people, give you a copy of my five audio set. So five of my best keynote talks on money that I've done across the country uh, in promoting my book, Money. Brand new content that you've probably not heard before on money. The first 50 of you who go and get a copy of my book on Audible or Amazon, you'll get two free tickets to a two-day live money event and you'll get an audio copy, a five audio set. Um, you'll get it on physical form, not a download. You'll actually send it to you. You'll get both of those free. So you'll get both of those for less than a tenner. So there you go, Danton. And that's just for you, my friend. I hope you go and get that. Um, so you can either go and get that now. I've got three more predictions. Um, I wanted to save that till the end, but I, you know, I want to give you what you want. All right. So my third prediction then is um, I think that money's speed and its leverage will increase. So money loves speed and hates friction. You know, if you think about an economy, the size of an economy, the GDP, the gross domestic product of an economy, is the, it's not the amount of money in economy, but it's the amount of transactions that that finite amount of money you know, moves and flows. So, you know, you could have a five pound note. That five pound note could move across 30 people in a year. So that five pound note actually has a, a GDP value of five, uh, five pounds times 30. Now, the faster money moves, if those 30 transactions turned into 60, 120, 100, you know, 240, then basically money serves its function. It, it, it expands itself. It grows. And so when you remove friction, i.e., you know, old currencies with new ones, or, you know, you improve the speed of technology through, you know, Gordon Moore's law that he says that the, um, the amount of transistors would double um, every two years in a circuit. Um, uh, and therefore, you know, technology could double its speed every two years. Money has doubled its um, speed and doubled its speed and doubled its speed. I don't know. It might be every one, three or five years. If you think about how fast money moved when we rode a horse, that's how fast money moved. That's the speed of a horse, the speed of a pigeon, you know, and then steel um, sped that up more when, we, you know, we had rail on steel. It would go as fast as, you know, a locomotive and then it would go as fast as telecommunications, radio waves and then speed of light. And now money moves almost instantaneously through the speed of light, through our Apple Pay, you know, or through online payment gateways. So I think that's going to continue to go and to grow through 2018. And I'll talk about some of the ways I think it's going to happen in a minute. Some of you, are, um, I can see you're posting on the live video saying you've already got a copy of money. Um, we'll go and get another copy. Um, if you've got it on Amazon, get it on Audible because, you know, it could be a gift to someone or a different format could be a gift to you. I've made offers in the past, but those old offers don't count. This is a new offer. 
um, for this final money event of you know, January. Remember, I've only got 50 copies of those um, CDs of money. It's also very kind that many of you are giving money away as a gift, but go and buy another copy and give it away. Don't give away your own copy. You should be using that for reference. If ever I gift books, I will gift them, but I won't give them my copy. I need my copy. I'll go and buy them one or buy them a, a voucher or a credit on Audible. All right, so how's this increased speed of money going to continue? So, uh, you know, we're going to probably see the network effect grow and grow and grow. So, the, 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 you know, the initial networking effect was a horse, then a car, then rail, then telecommunications, then radio, then speed of light. And, of course, the internet was a big game changer. And then once the internet network effect happened, then we had network effects on network effects. So we had, net, we had internet and then we had social media on internet. Now we have blockchain on internet. And these just increase the speed of money and they reduce the friction. And I think that those things are just going to continue through 2018. You know, you should be able to leverage social media a lot more to gain business and get money coming flowing through you, which you never used to get. You might be setting up your own blockchain. I've got people in my communities who can actually code uh, blockchains and they can write cryptocurrencies. Um, you know, so that's pretty amazing. Now, because of that, the rich will get richer and the poor will probably um, struggle. So, you know, people say, why do the rich get richer and the poor get poorer? Well, generally what happens is a body in motion tends to stay in motion and a body at rest tends to stay at rest. It's, you know, it's a law, it's a scientific law of physics. So people who are increasing the speed and the flow of money through technology, through value, through services, through reducing friction, through solving people's problems, you know, that momentum is likely with the snowball effect to continue. So everything that you've done last year that is hopefully building momentum and compounding for you to attract more money, more clients, more business, this is likely to continue to gain pace. This is why you shouldn't stop. This is why you shouldn't change all the time and chase the shiny penny. But of course, those who aren't getting themselves educated, those who aren't um, embracing technology and cryptocurrencies and blockchain and, you know, decentralized currency and, you know, crowdfunding and crowdsourcing, all of these newer concepts, they are getting left behind. So we can't, I do think in money, we are in a Darwinian times where, you know, the startup entrepreneur, the, the person who desires to solve problems and, and make the world a better place and change the world and make things easier, faster, better. Those people, I believe, are going to get richer and richer and richer. And those who aren't even listening to audiobooks or listening to podcasts or reading books, I think those people are really going to struggle uh, and, and probably are going to move uh, fall backwards. Because if money is moving faster and faster and faster and faster, you can go in a forward direction faster, i.e. get wealthier quicker, get your clients and your customers wealthier quicker, get more of them, make their life easier. But conversely, if you're not going anywhere, you're actually going backwards because people are getting ahead of you quicker. Um, and, and I just think that this just gains more and more compounding um, you know, as time goes on. All right, great. So number four then is data. So basically, um, money follows data. Now, Twitter sold, I think it had less than 15 staff for billions of dollars. WhatsApp the same, sold for billions of dollars. Instagram valuations are in the billions. And, you know, those companies, some of them had 15 staff, some of them had 60 staff. You know, that is a ridiculous valuation. It's an insane valuation. And you would say if you didn't know what was behind those platforms, you would say someone has paid, you know, a hundred, a thousand times more than, you know, those companies are worth. But those companies have data. They have eyeballs. They have earlobes. They have subscribers. Amazon has huge amounts of data. It has millions and maybe even billions of, you know, email addresses, postal addresses. You know, it has information on you. It has a machine learning, which is constantly learning more about you. 
Google has all your data. It has millions, uh, billions of you know, different data sets. Facebook has re reached more than a billion people on the planet now. And this is why this big four of Amazon, Google, Facebook and Apple, this is one of the reasons why they are, you know, the, the most capitalised, wealthy companies in the world. Not just because of the products and services that make your life easier, faster, better, but also because they have the most amounts of data. So your Facebook followers, your podcast listeners and subscribers, your users, your email subscribers, your followers, your fans, your customers, this is your data. And uh, this year, the more data you build and then learn about that data, i.e. become more personalized and bespoke about that data, you or companies like that are going to win big. And Amazon and Facebook and Google and um, Apple, you know, they, um, they know this and they are investing more and more into this space. So Amazon are investing a lot into um, robotics, artificial intelligence, they're, 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 they're machine learning, they're learning about you all the time. Amazon are, are, are now launching a service whereby, based on your shopping history that they've analysed through their bots, they will send you a box with all of the things that you use. You know, your consumables, your, you know, your monthly um, you know, toilet rolls or you know, the things that you buy regularly, ink cartridges, I don't know. They'll just send you a load of them and they won't make you pay for them. They'll give you seven days to choose what you want and then you'll return what you don't want. You'll return what you don't want. They'll only charge you for what you do want and then they will learn what you returned and then when they send you the next box, the next week or the next month, they won't put in what you didn't want and they will relearn your habits so to the point where you get a box every week or every month and it's got everything you want in it. That is the way we change the world and the way we make huge amounts of money and create products and services, you know. Basically, people now pay for convenience. We want things easier, faster. You know, we want them better. We want them... E Uber is convenient. It gets to us quickly. It's got a phone charger, a bottle of water. It's comfortable. And this is what we pay for. Now, um, you probably know Alexa, you know, where um, Amazon, you know, you've got your um, speaker and you talk to it and you tell it what you want it to do. And it learns, it learns your language patterns and it learns your behaviours and it listens to you. Do, 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 do. George Orwell, 1984. So it, it is, it's learning your patterns to make your life easier, faster, and it's reducing friction for you. Uh, now, look, you can be all conspiracy theorist about this. I'm not judging whether that's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's what is happening. And so you can embrace this in your company and you can build a bigger data set, which gives you more value and more income. And you can learn about that data making your services bespoke. You know, a big um, innovation that Tesco made over the last, what, two or three decades is they, let's say they have 100 million customers, I don't know, but they will send out 100 million different emails um, with unique vouchers and gifts and offers based on your personal spending habits. Now, I know because I have a company that has just over 400,000 email addresses across two different companies. One's got 300,000, one's got 100,000. And I know how hard it is to super segment, to send an individual email to 400,000 people. So they must have invested millions and millions, maybe even billions into customizing emails. So you go and buy a lot of shampoo and then all of a sudden you get emails and you get shampoo vouchers. It knows your spending habits and it gives you bespoke offers. So this is data and then learning from this data using robotics, you know, AI, artificial intelligence and machine learning. Boom. 
Um, this is, I don't know why I just said boom there. I just, I think I got overexcited about it. Now, by the way, um, you know, a lot of this in a lot more detail is what I wrote about in my book, Money. So remember, I've made that offer. You get yourself money on Audible or Amazon. Uh, Amazon and Audible have put it on sale. I'll give you two tickets to a January event of money, a two-day live event. I'll put the dates down in the comments thread, by the way. And I'll also give the first 50 of you five one-hour live keynote speeches I did on all things money. New content that many of you haven't heard before, different to what I'm talking to you about on this live feed and on this podcast. All right, so my final prediction then. Um, A few people have messaged about the economy, the crash, everything else. Um, I don't know if a couple of you expected me to say, you know, is, you know, is it going to be Labour or Conservative? What about Trump? What about Brexit? What about inflation? I intentionally um, am not talking about those because actually they have about 1% bearing on you and your outcome and your product and your service and your business because what you do and what products and services you offer make all the difference. If you put your prices up 5%, then you've negated inflation. If you give your clients increased value, um, you know, you give them more of what they want, then you will win more business. And it doesn't really matter what um, party is in power. Um, And actually, this does link to my fifth point, which is money always serves its purpose and its function. All right, so money's purpose is to flow. Um, Currency, the Latin origin of the word currency, careri, is to flow. So money needs to flow to serve its purpose. Um, If it doesn't flow, if it's hoarded, it can't serve its purpose. It's like, you know, a fire that doesn't have oxygen. So it needs to flow. How do you make it flow? You create products and services that are meaningful, that people want, that people will share and refer, that make their lives easier, faster, better, more convenient, you know, um, more valuable, um, makes them feel good, gives them, cures their addiction, alleviates their pains. And then if it's good like that, and there's a fair exchange price between you charge enough so you can make profit and not too much so that they feel they've got a bargain and then they'll go and refer your products and services to other people, their social media profiles, you know, their, their email followers, their friends, and then in turn you build this compounded momentum of gaining more business. So that is the, punk, the, the function, the function of money. Um, so remember, uh, GDP is not the amount of money in the economy, but the amount of transactions, the amount of times it flows through the economy. And so your GDP, and I wrote a big chapter about this in money, your GDP is the amount of money that you get to flow through. So, you know, if you just earn one salary, £3,000 a month, £3,000 a month comes into you and £3,000 a month comes out to you if you're net zero. So that's not a great flow of money. But if you earn £50,000 and put £40,000 out, that's a five times the flow of money and you're making £10,000 more than you were with 3000 in, 3000 out. So you need to increase the transactions, which is spending and investing and tipping, as well as hoarding and saving and paying off your debts. All right, so money measures value. So therefore, you need to increase value to increase your money. You know, money is a unit of account. It's a store of value. If you get £20 for a service, someone perceives that that service is worth £20. So if you want to make £50 for that service, you have to increase the value to increase the fee. So you need to increase the value you put out to the world. 
whether that's your social media posts, your podcasts, your downloadable reports, your books, you know, the one-to-ones you do with your clients, the, you know, how, like I said, I'm always going back to easier, faster, better, and more convenient. You produce that for your clients and services and followers and fans, you will attract more money. And then you invest some of that money into your platforms and processes and systems to reduce the friction on them. And then the, the dam of money, the floodgates of money open up. So, you know, Trump, Brexit, Corbyn inflation, none of those will ever interfere with these rules. You know, they might on a a global scale of global GDP or global metrics, but they don't actually have any bearing on you and what you do because you follow the laws of capitalism and the laws of free markets and, you know, the powers that be regulate it and you abide by those regulations and you're looking for ways to leverage tax breaks and incentives and grants and gifts and, um, you know, you leverage social media that's free, you put great work out to the world and you get rewarded for it. So finally, then, the more you learn about money, about its function, about its purpose, about how it flows, you know, the more money you make. And I'm gobsmacked that, you know, so few people actually learn about money. Andrea's just said she's reading money again. You know, you learn about health. You know, you read the books that you read, you know, where you read textbooks at school or university, you know, you you follow YouTubers, the things that you like to read and listen to, you know, you grow in that area, you improve in that area. So why aren't you, uh, why aren't everyone, why aren't everyone, look at my English, why aren't we all learning about money every day? How does it perform? How does it, how does it function? What's its history? What makes it flow more? What stops it flowing? And um, how can I attract more of it? How can I create more value? And that, I think, is the thing that, um, you know, I think is the most important thing in gaining more money and, you know, growing your wealth in 2018 is to continue the education, get committed to learning more about money. And of course, I can help you with that. You grab my book, Money, and um, the first 50 of you. I have no idea how many people have bought, by the way, but I can see from, from the comments that there's quite a lot of you that have bought or you're reading again. If you've already got it, you need to go and get the... Um, another copy. You can give it to a friend or keep it on your bookshelf. Um, If you've already got an Amazon, get it on Audible. If you've got an Audible, get it on Amazon. Uh, And for the first 50 of you, I'll give you tickets to just to, um, we've already got what, probably about 450 uh, people booked on our January money event. What we normally do is we book 500 and normally about 50% show up. Um, So, you know, that event will be 240-ish. I think we've got about 50 places left, hence why I'm prepared to invest £20 times 50 of my own money. I think it's an investment in you to give you a free copy of my money um, keynote program, which we don't sell, by the way. I've never offered it other than maybe giving it as a bonus. I don't sell it. It's not something you can buy, you know, on on any um, online platforms. Um, So I guess I'm investing in you so that you can then invest in yourself um, so that you can earn more money and we can work together maybe a bit more through 2018. So go do that right now. Um, If you just message in the comments below um, that you've done it and tag in a screenshot of your purchase, um, you know, or of the, um, you know, the Amazon screenshot, the Audible screenshot. If you're listening to the podcast, if you email me at rob.more at progressiveproperty.co.uk, Um, just with some kind of proof that you've purchased it. Not an old purchase, it has to be a new purchase. And then I will make sure I get those gifts and bonuses to you if you're one of the first 50. If you're not, you can still get a copy of the book. And if we do run a future event of money, um, then I will put you on the advanced waiting list for that. We don't have any planned, um, but, you know, I like to change my mind a lot and I reserve the right to do that. Um, But we definitely don't have any before spring um, and we don't have any booked in the diary. So, um, yeah, you know, like I'll do my best to get you booked in if I can. 
All right, thanks for tuning in, everyone. I'm going to do another one of these at three o'clock and where I'm going to do a few different predictions uh, and I'm also going to probably go on a few different tangents and dig into a few different areas around money. So may 2018 be prosperous for you and your money. Thanks for tuning in live. Thanks for listening on the audio podcast. Go get your copy of Money Now. Go get your bonuses and your gifts my gifts to you to hope that you have a prosperous uh, new year. And um, remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk it.